Hello, and welcome to the MNC Mindset Podcast, where each week we bring you short conversations on big ideas. My name is Sharon Crook, and I'm joined by my husband, Greg Crook. Together, we run CrossFit MNC in Monroe, North Carolina, where our mission is to help others find their true potential and live healthier, happier lives. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. Well, different. <laughs> Well, I just don't, people listening don't know, but I felt weird lying. It's <laughs> 2.20 and it's not morning time whatsoever. Nope. Um, so, um, we'll kind of dive right into it. Um, I want to talk about uh, last week's programming a little bit. We finished up week two of our strength cycle. We did uh, five sets of three. Um, you know, building to a heavy three. Again, everybody did a good job of not maxing out um, like we recommended strongly. Um, I think they're all kind of getting the gist of that, so we'll we'll dial that back a little bit. But it does um, it is worth mentioning that this week coming up, um, we're doing five singles, and what we're doing, and just because we don't have access to you know weeks prior so I don't have the answers for you but what we are finishing up this week is a three-week building phase um, I've, I've done these before with various programs back in my powerlifting days so at the start of the strength cycle we did five sets of five on week one last week we finished up five by threes this week coming up we have um, five sets of one these are going to be building to a heavy single and something that, that I wanted to share is the difference between a heavy single and a max. A heavy single is the heaviest weight that you, you can possibly lift while keeping excellent form. A true max, I would say with the exception of the Olympic lifts, because there's really no margin of error on a max with those, but a squat, deadlift, and then even a bench press if it's a true max, your form is not going to be perfect. It's virtually impossible. Um, in the deadlift, you'll round the back a little bit. In the squat, you may, your upper back might even round a little bit. Like Things are going to get a little sketchy if it's a true max because that is legitimately the most weight that you can lift and still complete it. Yep. If you miss, that's a miss. That's not a max. Um, <laughs> but what we're looking for this week is not a max but we want to go as heavy as we can while um, not letting the form get compromised we will max at some point um, at the end of this strength cycle which unfortunately right now I don't know when that's going to be but I do know that we're moving into a new phase starting next week so it'll be something different um, Sets and reps will change. Um, I think if, that we will likely be using percentages based off of these heavy singles uh, moving forward. That's something that I've, I've at least done in the past. I, I, I can't confirm that that's exactly what we're doing, but um, keeping track of your numbers is going to be very important because I, I suspect that's what we'll be doing moving forward. Um, so just to kind of give you a little heads up as to 
I guess more of the why behind you know what's going on and, and why we're doing these and why it's important to not max out mm-hmm. yet. I know how tempting it can be, especially when you're only having to do one rep. You know, so it's it, it's and it's the same for me. Like I, especially if I'm having a good day and things are moving well, I'm feeling good. I'm like, man, I could put some more weight. You know, it just it's it goes back to trusting the process. Yeah, you just got to be patient. Yeah, um, and and I suspect some some folks are gonna because you know if we got you know if it's a full class and. 12 people are essentially squatting all at once it's going to be hard for the coach to see all of them and I, I some will maybe get it wrong and and miss you know that last set and um but don't I guess the best advice I can give and, and we'll kind of move on after this um is to is to don't get greedy um if you know if you think you might could put ten more pounds on, but that's how that's how it feels in your head that you might could just do five. Like be confident in in the weight that you're going to put on the bar, and if it's a little lighter, that's that's actually going to be better for you long term mm-hmm. than hitting your max right now, because then you're going to limit your potential to build on top of that um, if you hit it too soon. And one of the things I used last week and I can't remember, I think it was bench press, was if I need to be confident that I can get this next lift. Yep. If I'm not sure, then it's too heavy. Yep, exactly. Yeah, if you're questioning, um, that's a surefire indicator that it's probably too heavy. Yeah, at this point for, in the, for in what the cycle. We're, yeah, yeah, for what we're looking for. Um, last week, um, I did want to kind of touch on we. I know for me, um, it was a first doing the burpee cleaning jerks. I thought that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I've, and in general, I've, I've been really pleased with the programming that we've that we've gotten so far from Mayhem. It was our, uh, I think, the third full week of, of their programming. Um, but I've liked it so far. There have been mm-hmm. a couple new movements we haven't done. Anything, any standouts for you? from last week so yes and I you know I, I didn't realize how much I missed having some strength work in the workouts um, you know doing doing a little bit of barbell you know nothing breathing too heavy or anything like that just strength work um, prior to breathing heavy um, I even liked the one day that we did it opposite I thought that was pretty cool yeah I did too I, yeah, well for I really me like I, you that. know getting old I was I was much warmer going into the squat cleans after having done a, a little bit of conditioning, but anyway, um, I really, I've really enjoyed. I, you know, I even, even enjoyed the workout. I think it was Wednesday when we had the bikes and snatches and stuff. That was Friday. When kind of whatever day it was, <laughs> I almost hate to admit that I like to work out with bike in it, but it's you know there's certain challenges and certain elements that of each workout you know this week that I just and and of course throwing back a partner workout I've I've missed those as well so. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm so enjoying it. it um, I saw several comments on Sugar Wad when I was giving fist bumps that, that people liked Friday's workout. And I've just, because I've been following Rich's programming and stuff for a while, that's a that's a very common style workout um, that they, they tend to do. So it was cool to see, um, you know, some of that 
what he does individually for, for their team workouts, the competitive team kind of bleeding over, um, mm -hmm. you know, into what we're seeing. Um, so, um, yeah, and you, and this in the, our little newsletter email that, that was sent out, what else we got in between our strength days this week. And there's, there's conditioning work on the strength days also, yeah. um, but got to leave something for a little mystery uh, for the week. <laughs> Um, so the next thing I want to mention, uh, starting tomorrow, Monday, um, we're going to have a new cleaning protocol and I'm sure most of you listening have ran into the difficulties at some point of trying to find disinfectant wipes. Um, they're like a needle in a haystack a lot of times. Um, and you know, we've been fortunate that some members have, have brought us some and, and donated and we're very grateful for yes. that um, I don't like not being able to, to get stuff when we need it and just having that hung over my head and um, a lot of these gym owner groups that I'm a part of um, just because of COVID and everything else uh, the majority of those guys have switched over to using uh, a disinfectant spray um, and spray bottles and stuff and they found that it's it's less harmful for the equipment. I know, I'm sure there's several of you that's probably gotten on the rower and the handles be sticky. Um, what's happening is those uh, those stronger wipes, like the Clorox wipes and stuff like that, they're actually breaking down the the rubber on the uh, on the rower handles, and this is a, a a common problem that I've been seeing um, from other gym owners. Uh, so starting Monday, we've um, we've gotten buckets for every station. Everybody have their own bucket. And it's a nice bucket that you will not hit with a barbell, <laughs> or I, you will buy a new one. Uh, um, but you got you're gonna have your own spray bottle with dis disinfectant spray that that you know kills the COVID and any other thing that we may run across. Um, and then a clean rag for wiping down the equipment. So um, and each coach. You know, for the next several days until we kind of get in in the swing of things, or it becomes a new new routine. Um, you know, once the workout's over, we'll spray down the equipment, um, or just spray your rag and then wipe it down. You know, just depends on what we're cleaning up. And then once we're done there, we're going to wipe off the whiteboards with your rag. And you're actually, when you leave your workstation, going to drop off the dirty rag and the whiteboard um, up near the dumbbells, and we'll. You know, we'll be showing you where to do that before or after class. Um, please leave your marker in the in the thing. We need them for the next class. I don't know who it is. Almost every class, somebody is putting the damn marker up, and somebody and you're you're leaving the next person behind you without it. So please stop doing that. Uh, but anyway, uh, excited to do that um, or to start that up. Is I think it's just going to be a, a more effective way of cleaning and. Um, and one that's going to be less harmful for the equipment. Um, next thing I wanted to mention that, um, <laughs> which may also, the cleaning rags may come in come in handy, um, is also through my gym owner groups. I found a company that all they do is service gym equipment. They come around. Uh, they do maintenance on barbells, rowers, bikes. Um, Pretty much, you know, 
anything needed that needs to be done um, to maintain a, uh, a, a CrossFit facility and um, been super excited about that. I've, I've three separate times, I think, since we've been open and now that I say that out loud, it's not nearly enough. Um, I've had cleaning the barbell, like, you know, the ones that, that the sleeves get sticky and don't spin well anymore. That's a, that's a job. Mm-hmm. You take snap rings off, pull the sleeve off. You got to get a grinder with a wire brush to clean all the, just the dirt and rust and everything else. Cause you know, like the humidity that we, we experience couple times a year um, like all that stuff is just terrible on the bars um, re-oiling them and everything like it is it's a job um, and it's, it's been needed to be done something has been weighing on me very heavily and uh, found out about these people and had them come out last week and service all 24 of our bars uh, girls and guys and they all they so these guys they knock all the rust off of the bars all the chalk off of the bars um and i was really pleased with the job they've done every one that i've grabbed the sleeve spins well now um and he said there was several that that were really bad but he was able to get them back in you know really good working order so um that may not mean much to to the end user but but for me to know that all of them are operating like they should and um, it meant a lot to, to be able to get that done um, and you know pay for that with some of the sale of the used equipment that because I sold some more stuff last Saturday <laughs> um, to help kind of finance that and uh, and next on the list I'm just waiting on them to, to send over the work order to sign uh, we're gonna get all the bikes and rowers um, done. They do a deep clean and service on those types of machines. Um, the rowers they pull, they pull the fan apart, clean all the blades off of it. Uh, there's there's a recoil kind of bungee cord inside of it that helps. That's what helps kind of pull the handle back into the machine. Um, tighten up all that. They adjust the chain on the assault bikes, oil the chain, um, oil any, you know, there's, there's actually a lot of parts on the assault bike that need servicing. And I haven't done anything to them. I've sprayed a chain every now and again, but we've had them things for three or four years now with hardly any maintenance other than changing a battery and a monitor or two. Um, so I'm really excited to get all that done. I tried, guys. I tried to convince Greg that maybe we should shouldn't use the bikes as often, you yeah. know, to preserve them. But he wasn't gonna. He wasn't having it. So no, no chance. We're gonna no. have him have him clean so we can keep using them. I yeah. guess. So yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> and that's it's expensive, but it's cheaper than having to buy a new one because you know one one's broke or or something like that. So that's. Maintenance is very important, and it, that's been ingrained in me since I was a kid. My my dad was really big on taking care of your stuff and everything else, and it, it for me is just a, a when was I going to do that? Um, and there was always something a little more important that probably wasn't as important that I kept putting in front <laughs> of it, and 
And these are the kind of tasks that I need to be outsourcing and I'm just, I'm really happy to have found a, a company. And I'm actually, we're gonna, I'm signing a contract on the rowers and bikes to where they'll come out every six months and service them. Um, so it's nice for, to be able to take that off my list and, and not have to worry about that. Um, so I wanna close up um, today with uh, something that you, you ran into. You've been, um, like myself, following the RP Diet app for just a little over two weeks. I've been, I'm probably going on two months plus at this point. Um, and when using the app, you you have to do uh, weekly weigh-ins and you have the choice as a minimum of two. Um, we've both chosen to do three separate weigh-ins, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you, you experienced a, a pretty significant weight fluctuation. Um, and it was, um, this is something not uncommon for females that you have some pretty good thoughts and I'll, I'll just kind of turn it over to you let you let you talk about those you thought it would be you know important to share uh, for folks yeah out there listening well and first you know a couple of you guys I knew that I was a little bit reluctant to even try the RP diet as <laughs> Craig knows more than anybody don't tell me what to do and I, you know, telling me when I have to eat and this and that. But I was, you know, I was watching Greg have such a good, like, just he really seemed to be enjoying it. And I was like, you know, if this really seems to be working, and I, I really like to be able to experience something so that I can speak to it with other people. So I was like, fine, I'll do this, this RP diet. And I've actually, I've actually really enjoyed doing it. And, you know, that's not going to be something I do forever and ever, amen. But, um, I have enjoyed eating a lot more carbs than I'm used to eating. So it's Me been too. a change. Um, I think, you know, anytime I try something new or different from what I'm used to, you know, I look for lessons, reminders, anything that, you know, can, like, what have I kind of forgotten or if it's felt fallen off the wayside? And um, one of those is the amount of food that I eat, um, my tendency to justify well this this isn't going to kill me this one time typically for me it's with cheese you know so I, I'm having to put in you know measure my food put it in as this meal to meet certain macros has really helped me see how much for me specifically cheese I was overeating um, or it just it's, it's just been a really good experience and but what I really wanted to focus on was like you said, the weight fluctuations that I've experienced on this, and I've had conversations with several of the ladies um, over the years about the scale, and there, you know, there's a there's a sweet spot I think of of stepping on the scale, and I think where a lot of us go wrong is we we put too much value in what that number is on the scale. So I usually recommend, especially for women, but really for anybody, don't get on the scale too often, and I. I was, I'm able, like, with this RP, I'm having to get on the scale Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like you said, and I, I wanted to share what happened and, and why we can't put too much value in that number on a regular basis. So I started off at 153 pounds on July 5th. By July 8th, three days later, I had dropped to 144. 
Lord. So what is that, nine pounds? Yeah. Yeah, so three days I went down nine pounds on the scale. <laughs> three yeah. more days I was back up to 149. So that's another, that, so I went five pounds. I went dropped nine, went up five in the span of six days. <laughs> you know, and now I think, uh, so that was the 13th to the 14th, 15th. My last weigh-in was Friday. I was back down to 145. So it's like, and, and I think, and I think you're going to include a little picture. I've got this that graphs it for you on the app, but it's like if you'll send it to me. Oh, right. That you haven't done. But it go, you know, it starts up and then it goes way down, and then there's a little hill where it goes back up and then it goes back down, and and that's but you know, you guys see me almost every day. You haven't seen like this. Oh wow, Sharon looks heavy today. Oh wow, Sharon looks thin today. And there's a there's a a span of ten pounds in there almost of going up and down within that ten pounds in a week. and so you know that's we our bodies just change temporary change little things like is it water weight is it this is it you know there's all these things that could be going on as you know did you have a super hard workout and your muscles like so many explanations that's not body fat that can cause that fluctuation on the scale yeah and I I think it's important to point out that just biologically you cannot lose like you can't get rid of five pounds of body fat in that amount right. of time it, it just <laughs> no it it, it 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 it's impossible you can manipulate a number on a scale because it that involves fluid mm-hmm. bodily liquids and stuff like that that absolutely and I told you this whenever we were talking, like, I'm sure there was some fat loss there, without a doubt. Pound or two, maybe, um, which is not uncommon to lose in a week. Probably two's probably going to be the upper limit of that. Um, but not all of that was, like, fat. Right. It was just fluid manipulation. And, and, and that's why this is such a, a very important point. You know that that you gotta you you can't rely on that number both ways, right? Like you can't cut back backflips and start eating ice cream because you dropped five pounds in three days, but you also can't look for the highest bridge to jump off of because you gained <laughs> four of it back, right? And in that's, two days later, but that and it also you know it shows the importance of this being or you know understanding that this is a process. That you can't take this this short little you know sampling of weight fluctuation and determine if you're good or bad at dieting. Well, the that the graph that we'll put in the newsletter will will help because it's, it it shows that it's not progress is not linear. Right. It's there's ups and downs, and mine was the same way. But my graph right now looks different because I'm. I'm 21 days into a maintenance cycle, um, and I've is one of the reasons I'm so high on on this and it working well for me because I'm actually I've lost two pounds on my maintenance cycle, mm-hmm. um, and I like that. I don't know if you noticed, but it gives you your average weight, not specifically. Like you, it it has, and I, I'd I'd have to show you on your phone, but 
but it'll tell you what your average is and not just your last weigh-in weight. Mm -hmm. It takes your all of them gotcha. to give you kind of a, a where your average is. And that's that's where that me being down two pounds is the average because it fluctuates. And I, I think it's also interesting to, to note and to share that I weigh every morning at the same time I don't I don't have to check it in on my phone I do that as an accountability measure for me because if I'm up the day in between like a Tuesday or a Thursday and I know I got a weigh-in coming the next day that I you know if I've if I've went over on my macros or something I got a little heavy loading up the meat or something like that that I need to be really strict the next day because I got a weigh-in and it's 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 work for me but just the point of sharing that is that I haven't seen any fluctuations like that. That's it almost I'd be willing to bet that's mostly a girl thing. Probably. Um but you know, I have some but I mean mine might be within a half a pound. Yeah. Like not five. Point, point five, <laughs> not not five point, you know, whatever. So um but I you know, I and that's also what what makes in my opinion the the in body so valuable if if you've been consistently following a a diet you know because that's going to show you some real progress and uh and it's going to be you know a month at a time to where it's you know there's a long enough span to see some significant change but that's if you've significantly changed how you ate <laughs> like if right. if you just you know you just been do, eating whatever, and like I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste my time scheduling an appointment, and getting up early to come in and get on it if you haven't been doing anything different. Because um, all it's going to do is just tell you what you already know at that point. But, um, but I, I thought that was very fascinating, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad you shared it. And it's something that needs to be. Um, but you know, I'll kind of throw throw this out there if you got. Any questions about the RP diet app, feel free to ask me or Sharon now. She's got quite a bit of experience with it as well. Um, and we're tossing around um, doing a an end of summer RP diet reset um, for folks that are interested in doing so. I don't think now is a good time to have, and I don't, I don't even want to call it a challenge or no, no kind of bull crap like that. I hate those, um, <clears throat> but with people still going on vacations and stuff like that, that's one of the things that we've learned. Cause I, cause this is a new. I've done it before. I didn't. I didn't realize it, how similar it was, but it's just a different protocol in, in eating. It's, it is more carbs, but it's less fat. Um, but the biggest thing that that it doesn't really matter. It's just working, and that's that's what really matters. Uh, for me, I think part of it is the meal timing, because if your macros change depending on because that you know it asks you your schedule and also when do you work out, when do you wake up, yeah. when you go to bed, and There's it's got like my my biggest carb meal is always the one after I work out. Mm -hmm. You know, my lowest fat one is the one right before I work out. You know, so it's, I think it's a little bit of that meal yeah. timing. Yeah, for sure. There's probably more more value in that than than I've given credit to before um 
But like I say, the the results is what really matters, and it's and it's working. So, um, but um, but anyway, I'm I'm tossing around, you know, putting a little something together, and now Sharon will be able to help since she's got some experience with the app. But um, but waiting until summer is over, vacations are done, because that that's it's pointless to to think and let's be honest that you're going to be strict on your diet while you're on vacation and that's not the point of vacation so um you know be it's probably going to be a month two months minimum september october something like that before we'll do it so don't get don't get too uh too wound up about it um oh speaking about getting wound up one last <laughs> thing um and then we'll we'll close it i emailed um his name's rob the guy that does our shirts for us um, our contact and he said that they will probably not begin printing them until sometime this week so it will likely be at least two more weeks and that's me guessing as to when we get shirts back every year People ask, have you got the shirts yet? Have you got shirts yet? Trust us that we will not get them and then keep them from you. <laughs> um, as <laughs> soon as we get them, we will put them in bags and throw names on them. It does take us the better part of a day to get all of them sorted out. You know, who got, who got what and, size yeah. And, and yeah, and check and make sure everything's there. So it the second that we get them and they're available, you will have them. So um, I guess what I'm getting at is don't even ask for two more weeks <laughs> unless we tell you. Uh, so, um, well, that's all I got for this week. Babe, you got anything? Uh, uh, nope, I don't think so. All right, guys. Well, uh, looking forward to a, a new week. Yes. Um, another good one. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. We'll see you then. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.